And a five. Four. Five, four, three, two. Eastern shit. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. There you go. Welcome to the podcast, folks. It's two lonely boys in a canoe. Back at you again. I'm Chris Evans, known as Gorgeous George. That's Trevor Alstrom. He's also known as Gravel Shits. With us today is our uh, great friend and uh, guest, Angelo De Jesus. What's happening, Angelo? And as always, Gradient the producer. I'm kind of here. What up? He's here. All right, so what's happening, guys? How's everything going? Living reasonably well. Living reasonably well, Trevor? Also living reasonably well, I would say. <laughs> Got my lemonades. Feels like a little camp campfire. We should do some icebreakers, you know? Yeah. Everybody share their favorite food. What? <laughs> I like uh, pizza. <laughs> Also, I want to see if we got a good signal on Angelo coming through. Angelo, speak up, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's not yeah. too bad. Not it's too all bad. Right. So, uh, are you doing are you doing chores while we're talking? No, I'm painting. Ah, <laughs> the man's painting. Let him paint. How goes the painting, Angelo? It goes well. It goes as good as it can go. What are you painting right now? Girlfriend, right now. <laughs> oil base again? Huh? Oil base again? <laughs> You're in the old oil base paints? Definitely oil base, yes. Yes. Little Are you trying white, to pull the action? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to pull background. the goddamn uh, Rose and uh, Jack from Titanic? You mean Titanic? Yeah, you're trying to, <laughs> trying to get her laid down naked on a couch with a with an expensive ass necklace. That's not mine. That's not the <laughs> Maybe there'll be a pearl necklace later on. Pearl necklace. I don't know. Of course, it's gonna be a pearl. What? What? What else would it be? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a turquoise necklace. Maybe you went through a Navajo reservation on your way here. I don't know. I try not to judge. Arizona's nice this time of yeah, year. Come on. Come on, New Mexico, come on. Do you think the Titanic would have made it to Arizona? 
Hey, the Bridge of London is in fucking Arizona right now. True fact. They they tore it down, took it apart piece by piece, and then rebuilt it in Arizona. The Bridge of fucking London. What? London Bridge? London well, Bridge? There's a famous bridge that's in Arizona right now. Are you talking about the London Bridge? The one that fell? I think the one that fell is... There's a famous bridge in Arizona. Look it up, folks. I don't think this is going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> just like the bridge in Arizona, it's going nowhere. It's just there. It was such a good intro jam, though. Trevor mm-hmm. tries to make up these Trevor facts that just don't Whoa, go Chris, nowhere. Don't even fucking start. <laughs> just don't don't add up to two fucking nickels. Chris, you got no room to talk, so that's okay. It's all right, bud. I'll get you some heroin for Christmas. Don't you worry. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks, bud. So, Angela, what'd you do today? Um, clean, walk, take care of chores, smoke weed, drink a whole bottle of wine, mm. play video games, you know, doing the things. Alright. Doing some, uh, some Jesus things, for sure. Wine. He's whining about Mary. Yes. There's something about Mary. One of the three Marys, or? Oh, shit. What about you, Gradient? What was the day like for you today? You know, we got some cleaning we got going on in my house. I think that's what's going around today. Cleaning, yeah, cleaning schedule. The sun was today. out. It was still cold, but the sun was out, and it inspired me and my roommate to be like, let's start cleaning. Yeah, yeah, why not? I did I did a lot of cleaning today, There's too. nothing wrong with cleaning up, man. Mm-hmm. It's when you don't clean up that it becomes a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys got the joints without the crutch even in it. That's, how, that's that stoner real shit. Oh, I still want to hit it, though. Yeah, I got you, man. <laughs> Trevor let it go out because he likes to hold on to shit. I got a buddy like that in my little typical stoner <laughs> circle where he gets into his stories and he just, all of a sudden, every Pokemon, uh, their defense stat, their attack stat, <laughs> what abilities they have. So fucking crazy. It's crazy. Yo, Angelo, guess, guess who we're describing right now? John? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> what do I win? Man, you talked to John Boy lately? How's he doing? Uh, yeah, but I, I want to know what I win for first try Friday. Uh, uh, golden I banana stickers, bud. A whole sheet of golden banana stickers. You, uh, we can send you a bulletproof vest so that when you go to school, everything's copacetic. We're also going to send you an autobiography by Eddie Vedder since you're in the Northwest, and it just seems appropriate. Going to let you know some cool facts about Pearl Jam, and we're also going to send you some uh, awesome Nirvana <laughs> stuff. It may be some IPAs because it's the Northwest, and that's how they roll. It is how they roll. Yeah. Trevor looks very Northwest. You can't see him right now, Angelo, but he's got his beanie on, and he's got his gave her mom sweater on. I shaved on, my head today, too. And so. he shaved his head today to look more like a skinhead. So. Yeah, I just felt it was... My hair was feeling long and churlish, so that's why I clicked it off. <laughs> churlish. That's yes. a crazy word, bruh. I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. Right, that boy said churlish. Things a little different there, right here. <laughs> that boy <laughs> said, I- I'm from Maine, boy. We don't talk like that around you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good. All right, you want to get into the news, Trevor? Sure. What you got for news? I got some news. All right. 
Go ahead for uh, local news. Oh, I don't know. I don't have anything for local. Yeah, anything, <laughs> you have anything for local? Right? Hey, you want, talk I got about your show real quick. Talk about your show real quick. Oh, yeah. Actually, yesterday at the Springfield City Hall building, there was a tight Lunar New Year ser- uh, festival with a lot of cool musical dance and yeah. fucking, nice. uh, uh, you know, martial arts performances. There were kids making dumplings, learning how to make dumplings, yeah. but with Play-Doh in them. Of course. So, like, with a real dough wrap filled with Play-Doh and, yeah. just, like, and a lot of fun <laughs> shit. And so I was invited to do two performances. <laughs> so I did one in the city hall, one in the museum. <laughs> where I played more acoustic, just rock with the previous set for all the kids and everything. I was sure. doing rap. Yeah. It was just fun, fun to try that out, you know. Did you and, have your uh, guitar with you, too? I did. Nice. It was a little awkward. I had a 10-minute set, and I didn't have a strap I trusted, so I started out rapping, like, without the guitar fully on my back, kind of weirdly to my side, like, hold, holding it on. It wasn't the, the, holding it to the, it wasn't the most swagalicious way to hold the guitar while rapping. So I should have just trusted the the strap and went fully on my back, but, but then cool. you trust the strap too much, and then a motherfucker goes flying across the stage, and then that you're like, be ah, the worst way to ruin my performance. Yeah, there was already a funny bit where I Bluetoothed in my beats to rap over, and I put the phone in my pocket, and the beat like fucking hit the back button, so it just restarted the beat like fucking twenty seconds in. Oh, I was like, no. oh, I gotta take that out of my pocket. <laughs> but it was a funny shit. moment because it was the very beginning of the set, so. So, so what's the music scene like here in Eugene? You, like, you've performed out here for a little bit. Like, what's it more like? Man, it comes in pockets, and it comes in waves and scenes, really. There, there, there'll be scenes that, that go to people's living rooms, and if you know about it, you know, it could be a great show. I've been kicked out of a bunch of places here, so I wouldn't know as much. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry to hear, but I don't know, man. I mean, it's... We, we punch above our weight on some things because we're the only metro area between Portland and San Francisco, basically. Seattle yeah. and San Francisco kind of right in the middle, so we catch a lot of either acts that are doing... They're on the road right. heading to Portland. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know, man. There's opportunities there. I don't want to take over your whole local news segment with fucking mute. I don't know. I think that's what we got. To that's what we got. to build it more, though. Yeah. I, with, I just I try to I'm not trying to just talk over you guys. I feel that. I feel that. We, we, we didn't. Well, have we, as we much can for switch local. it up. So, Angelo, let us know what's good with the Seattle news, bro. What you got for Seattle news? You gotta speak up, bruh. I said uh, Starbucks is letting, uh, telling their people to come in three days a week. Yeah. Instead it's, of uh, more? Wait, what? I don't, I don't understand. Starbucks, Starbucks is telling their people to come in three days a week. He yeah. Said. What do you mean yeah. three days a week? They weren't coming in five days or some shit? No, no, the corporate office. What? I, oh, the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think we're getting this though. Well, confused. Why are you why are you breaking into the Starbucks corporate office? I am not breaking into <laughs> Yes he is. This means that corporate people are getting back to work. Oh, from What's that gotta do with wait, wait, what's that gotta do with you though? Because there's a lot of Starbucks in Seattle. Okay, I I am not motherfucker, you can't <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all good, man. 
The only local news I have is it's, it's been cold and people yeah, keep getting kicked off the bus because it's been cold outside. A lot of people are cold, sleeping around. What's the temperature over there? It's 30. It's not too terrible. It's 30. It's fucking 19 below over Minnesota. I talked to my grandma today. It's like 19 Jesus. below over gold. Lots of snow. <laughs> Grandma's like, North I can't area. piss outside to save my life. It's like, what? Grandma, why are you peeing outside? And she's like, I'm 96, Trevor. Shut up. <laughs> it's be 91, but yeah. <laughs> we did this in the 30s all the time. Uh. All right. I don't know. Local news around here. Yeah. It has been cold. I, I'm hoping it's going to get better. I'm fucking sick of this cold-ass shit. Nah, I need more. Bro, people out here love to bitch about the weather. That's just like a Florida thing, too. People love to bitch about the weather. Yeah. I just think people like to bitch about weather. Man, weather is all we got out here. Hazy weather. People be talking about our weather. I think I'm going to call you on my iPhone because it's got a much louder speaker, I think. Okay, for and then, sure. And then we won't have to harass you about fucking speak up. Nah, I think it's Angelo's thing, bro. He's always walking away from the phone and doing no, shit. No. <laughs> yeah, he don't want to. He don't want to talk with his phone or his mouth to the phone. He wants to talk while he's walking around a room hey, and hey, shit. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. I know you. I've talked to you for many years. <laughs> many years. Yeah, at least two. Uh, he forgot. He forgets. He's talking. We're calling you right We're now. We're calling you from, we'll call you from another phone. Hang Save up. you louder. Hang up and pick up. See, talk it up. Say some shit. Yeah, it's way better. He has an iPhone. No. no. Okay. No. Oh. oh. Angelo's just, Angelo's just mad because I made him get on the phone and talk. Bro, I think the iPhone <laughs> just showed you guys up a little bit. Man, I I, I know a Korean kid right. that made that shit, bro. You know, His name was Dim Song. Plan, Chris, you know, I'm <laughs> what is it? I said Verizon has a good plan going out right now. You should. I didn't know you worked for Verizon, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shit, man, one of your side hustles, man. <laughs> well, all right, man. So what about national news? So for national news, they had the Tyree Nichols video get released uh, recently. True. And it was a, a black dude who got pulled over, and he got jacked up out the car by some cops, and they beat the shit out of this dude, and he died three days later in the fucking hospital. But yeah. the craziest part is, is like, he was mad calm the whole time. He was just like, I'm just trying to be calm with y'all, and they were just like, get the fuck out the car. They were just... It was brutal. Yeah, it was a bad video. Damn. And it was like race didn't have a ton to play a part in it because they were all black men. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's hard to it's hard know, to put that as a racist motivation. It's not, but it's also uh, I feel like it's more or less saying like it's an authority authoritative problem that we it's have a, in America. It's a police problem, bro. The cops think they can just beat up whoever they want, pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. As long as you don't have enough money to fight back against them, for the most part, they can beat you up. Qualified immunity, baby. Nice. Well, that's why it's hard for... that at some level? Like, the nerdy kid who becomes a cop, you want to fucking wail on someone? Well, it's weird because a lot of these people that, like, become politicians and judges and shit, man, they do it because they want 
to in their own back of their subconscious they want to change the world you know and they want to make it a better place but <laughs> these people man what who's to say that their version of the world's a better place yeah. it isn't well, in Antifa we trust that's all I'm saying baby I mean yes. if, <laughs> that should be on the money if you that won't be money sorry Northwest of you to say Man, Antifa's yeah. the same motherfuckers that the Proud Boys are. They're just in different clothing. <laughs> no, it's just the same shit, different toilet. That's what I'm saying, man. I always love how people are like, oh, no, it's the Antifas or it's the Proud Boys or the Boogaloo Boys. I'm like, man, they're all the same motherfuckers in different outfits. Oh, yeah. so, so I have a I have a good quote, I guess, to sum up everything, to start off the show. Two things are infinite. The universe and human stupidity. And I'm not so sure about the universe. Albert Einstein. <laughs> the universe is ending? The universe has been ending. No, no, just about human stupidity. Yeah. About things being infinite. I think we'll be dumb for a while, bro. <coughs> so, too. I don't think humans are that smart at all. That's why that movie Idiocracy is so good, man. Because the dude goes to the future and basically realizes that everybody got dumber. Yeah, it's definitely this right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that guy from the Costco. Like the Costco's the fucking. I love you. The lo- yeah, yeah, the giant guy at yeah. the door. He's like, "Welcome to Costco. I, I love, love you." you. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Costco. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, the nice. What was the name of the shootings? The person. The what? Which one? The uh, whatever ones we were talking about. Tyree oh, Nichols wasn't Tyree. a shooting. He was a beating. Okay. Uh, wow. All that. No, we're good. Well, he was he was thinking about something else because we've been talking about shootings the last two weeks. Okay. You know, oh, I got some news from Seattle. What's so this up? Chick, this chick got ran over by SDPD, which you know. So and 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 the huge issue that I see with this is that they're like blaming the cops, and I'm like, first of all. I, like, walked to the location today, and I looked around, and I almost walked into the street almost got hit by a car. I was like... It was, a dangerous, it was a dangerous intersection. Yeah, I was like, uh, somebody should put some fucking lights, a button, you know, the little crosswalk button light thing. Yeah, crosswalk. Definitely. That should be done here. I was like, there's no way. It's so dangerous. So what you're saying is that the cops probably aren't at fault. It might just be a dangerous intersection that a woman got hit at. I think it's a city issue, not a cop issue. <laughs> but but don't you think, Angelo, that it's easy to, to push the blame off on somebody else? Oh, no, I know. But the issue is, is that everyone, all these, there's like a weird socialist political group here. And now, like, oh, the police killed them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yes. Yeah. That's an accident. Never would have thought of that. <laughs> well, it makes sense because in the Northwest, bro, we've been saying it for years. The people in the Northwest live in this weird bubble of like, Things outside don't affect them, and, you know, they have to police very heavily the things that go on inside the bubble. But, like, I think all over the country, man, shit happens that affects the Northwest, too. You know? Yeah. That demographics, fucking things that change, people that change, you know? So, it's hard to, to say that we have set laws right now that that's how it's supposed to be. You know, it's going to change as time goes on. Yeah. Know? As voting changes. You think democracy is dead? Democracy? Uh, yes. I think so. It's definitely, eroding, it's definitely eroding away in what we 
called democracy. It's eroding. It's definitely a farce of what it used to be. You remember that from uh, fucking, uh, what is oh. it? Uh, it's a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Eroding. Liar, liar. Or, liar, liar, I think. I remember. <laughs> Maybe the fabric, somebody, maybe. something like that. He's like the fabric of, of our know. society is just eroding away, <laughs> eroding. Well, we've never had a direct democracy. I mean, if we no. had ballot measures or more, we could vote on more shit directly. But we have a representative republic, and I don't think it's ever worked very well, really. Right. Besides protecting yeah, the interests of people well. who can buy them off. Boom. When you can buy off politicians, man, yeah, you're just you pay paying for votes. Yeah, not too good. They never too. planned for it to be like, like the right to bear arms. No one saw fucking AR machine guns coming. coming. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know? No, you're completely and, right, man. Nobody saw magazines that could hold seventy-five to hundred bullets. You know, yeah. like that's, that's, that's even if they did, they still fought for what their right to bear arms because, like, that <laughs> they needed imminently to be able to have it. Based on their, yeah. we need we need our muskets protected. Even if they were like, well, maybe weapons will get out of hand one day. Yeah, I don't think they were really thinking about that at the time. They're like, we need what we have, you know. Like, well, I bet somebody along the lines. All, there's always one or two people that are smart enough to see the pattern that's that's starting. You know, they're like, this is a slippery slope. And usually they're out fucking voiced by the people that are like, well, this needs to happen now, or else we'll be. Uh, you know, persecuted by somebody else, you know. So they say, you know, we'll deal with the small evil for now. Right. And then we'll fucking deal with it later. Right. But it's it's manifested and it's grown and it's festered and now we have a ridiculous gun problem in this country and nobody can do anything about it because we're a country built on having guns. You know, it's a stupid concept. Yeah, that's fine and dandy, but, you know, if you have an unregistered gun, that should be life automatically. It's an interesting concept, man, because there was a dude in Britain recently. Life, life in jail yeah. for having an unregistered gun? <laughs> yeah. Damn, wow. I don't know much about how easily they go around, I guess. I guess you'd have to be really... Well, I don't they really... literally that, could just make a gun, and it would be unregistered. Because you have the whole thing now of, like, ghost guns with 3D printers. I know that's a whole thing, and they're still working out the kinks, but they're becoming better and better at working the kinks out of making 3D printed guns called ghost guns. Right. And now they have like a yeah, but there's port. no point in doing that when you have when someone makes a machine shop has a machine shop. And yeah, a hundred percent, man. If you have the ability to cut and, and fabricate metal and parts, like there's nothing stopping you from putting a fucking a small divot on a primer yeah. and fucking blowing. A, I a work at a metal shop, shop, machine shop myself, and yeah, we we could easily make the parts for it. But the guys are obsessed with racing, so instead the, the set of set of guns, what they make is they make like. Car parts. They, they make car parts for like hot rods and stuff they do for like the oh, Hot Rod God. Association. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Yeah. I, I think that the gun problem's gotten so out of hand that like that's the kind of measure that you got to think of. Is like if you're running around with a gun that you're not supposed to have and you know you're not doing See? anything good, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Yeah, well, that's the whole point of me saying like, <laughs> like you know? It's like you know you're not supposed to be running around with an unregistered gun. Everyone knows this, you know. Okay. And what are you using that for? You know. Yeah. And there should be definitely designated areas to shoot. They do it in Las Vegas, which is cool. Hell yeah! One of the reasons I do think Vegas is pretty dope is they I have a ton of gun ranges. Too. 
Ton. A ton of places to shoot, you know. So if you are yeah. a gun enthusiast and you want to shoot weapons, you can go to Vegas and you can rent, you know. They got places you can shoot a fucking RPG and stuff. Well, I mean, those are right outside the city, so you got plenty of air and you have a lot of, like, national forest. You shoot a rocket for Bill Grenade. Dude, you, yeah. Yeah. you pay the. You can shoot a tank, man, if you got the right ammunition and shit. You, you just got to go to the desert. Libertarian leaning conservative Nevada politics, baby. Right. God bless whatever their state. Just don't get just don't get caught with weed out there because yeah, you got alcohol and uh, RPGs are fine. Oh, yeah. you got some ounces of weed though. Oh, that's well, a weed, problem. Weed isn't as bad as it was, but it's still pretty one of recently. Those things. It was still pretty bad. But we in this room all agree, weed is more dangerous <clears throat> than an RPG. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> we actually plants from the ground. Could could make you grow up and kill your family, your whole fucking family. RPG will kill your body, but we will kill your potential. Exactly, mm. it'll slowly deteriorate the fabric of society. It's eroding. I feel eroding. I feel like the dog right now in the commercial where he, he's watching his owner smoke weed and his weed, his owner. His owner just looks at him. The dog's like, "Why don't you do things like you used to?" And then the guy melts into the fucking couch. And I just yeah. wonder, I'm like, man, what strain of weed is that guy smoking? Talking to dogs, and melting into couches. I want that shit. That is the good shit. Yeah. So I have some, I have some, uh, some spicy world news actually. So a uh, mummy, a mummy was just unearthed in Egypt. Wrapped in layers of gold, and might be one of the oldest ever discovered, is in the Step Pyramids of Giza. In an effort to uh, kind of re revitalize tourism in Egypt, because because of like national protests and revolutions and all kinds of zesty things going on, wouldn't it? Some tourists are like, eh, maybe not check out the the tourists. Wouldn't it be interesting if they were just making up mummies, like <laughs> they just kept uh, getting bodies and like, yeah. They just kept wrapping them up like, yeah, we got another <laughs> yeah. one. We got another it's mummy of, here. It's like Build-A-Bear, but for <laughs> mummies instead. Like, oh, uh, this like, guy from the 7th uh, seven, seven Dynasty. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris, throw some gold on there. Yeah, this, good. Guy, this guy's old as yeah. hell, man. Look at him. You're just playing Walk Like an Egyptian yeah. in the background. Like, the bangles again. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they they found this 4,300-year-old... Uh, Mummy, which if you think about it's crazy because in Europe at that time the Minoans were going on, which were one of the oldest civilizations. So Egypt already had dudes wrapped in gold and Europe was barely like not just hanging out in caves. And uh, we we got here from the uh, the fifth and sixth dynasty. So from twenty five to twenty one hundred BC and yeah, it talked about how it's wrapped in layers of gold. It was at the bottom of a uh, 15 meter shaft near the Step Pyramid, and they found this. It's a pretty funny word. Shaft. Meter. Yeah. <laughs> shaft. Shaft isn't funny, but meter. Damn right. Uh, I'm only talking about shaft. <laughs> so how do you guys? <laughs> 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 and it was near the uh, the Step Pyramid at the Necropolis of Shikara. What'd you say, Angelo? How do you guys think the pyramids were created? Oh, oh here we go. Ancient aliens, bro. Haven't you watched Come the on, bro. channel? Have you seen the guy with the yeah, crazy hair? Know. Looks like he did 10 lines of cocaine. He's like, the Klingons and how this is going. <laughs> Who is that dude? What professor is he? And what class I want to go to his class. Yeah, he looks, he looks a lot of fun. Like 8 a.m. and you're like, 
Oh fuck life! He just comes you, in, just naked, screaming. And he's like, like, what the fuck? He's this, like, this guy I told you, William Shatner. He met Alexander the Great. It was a thing, and you're like, what is happening right now? All right, <laughs> what, what do you think, Angelo? <laughs> I think the waterways were a lot bigger back then, so they could move rocks. Could float them down boats. the Nile, baby. And long enough ago, that whole area supposedly was like a shallow sea and very tropical at the time. The Sahara yeah, Desert was, was a giant Sahara it was rainforest. Florida, son. It was On a Florida. tropical island, yeah. the coconut trees and <laughs> <laughs> island boy, <laughs> island boy. Well, I love that uh, scene from South Park. He goes, "We're supposed to melt his, really his icy heart with a hot tropical song." <laughs> He goes, no, his, his heart's ha- hard, so we gotta cool his his hard heart with a <laughs> with the breezy islands. <laughs> I love it, so crazy. But they did uh, run these mummies through CT scans, and it showed a lot about how a lot of new insight about how and ancient. The mummies were then charged ten thousand dollars per scan. Yeah. Yes, they ran the jewels Which through the scans. They ran the jewels through the scanner. They ended up taking all the the golden wrappings, like, all right, this is for the cost of the CT scans. But it it apparently gave new insights to how ancient bombers did their things, because they would take, like, the hooks and scramble the brains, and then they would put fluids, and then put the organs in different jars. It was a good time. Did you not know that? That they did that? No, I, I've known that. They, oh, okay. That was one of the few He's times in school I paid attention was when they are like, Egyptians doing stuff to dead bodies. And you're like, ooh, that was one of the few times Trevor's, I would give a Trevor's shit. interest right, so that is peaked. Like so let's move on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, it, just because it's a hot time and I'm there in a, I'm there in a pyramid. Thank you, Angelo. It's nice for, and for cool. moving us on from Trevor's craziness. All right. <laughs> Uh, I got one. Nancy Pelosi's husband's video just got released yeah. of the guy that broke into her house and beat him in the head with a hammer. Did you see yeah, this, Angelo? Up. No, I've never seen it. Never. Is it? Is it fucked up? It's pretty nuts, it? man. It is pretty crazy. Yeah. So the video basically shows the cops responding to the 911 call at like 4 o'clock in the morning. And when they respond, uh, they open the door, and you can't really see in just yet, so they shine a flashlight in. And you can see the husband of Nancy Pelosi holding uh, the dude's hammer. He has a hammer in his hand. And he goes, drop the hammer. He goes, nope. And then he fucking takes a swipe at this old guy, and he he chases him him back into the house. And then the cops tackle the fat dude. And they get him, but the audio from that point on is basically just the two guys snoring. Because I guess when the other guy hit him, he knocked the guy out. So he knocked the husband out, the cop knocked the guy out, and it was just a bad situation. But this motherfucker went and hit the guy over the head. When the video got released the other day, he called into a local radio station from prison. And he, he said he was upset that he didn't get more more of them because he had addresses for a bunch of people. Uh, That's crazy. I didn't even know local radio calls fucking inmates or you can call out. He called guess to that, a local yeah, radio station. Yeah. 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 Word out a little. That's crazy. Well, the thing is, I think somebody called him in and they were like, holy shit, I guess we'll... And he's, you know, you know how you've ever gotten a call from prison then you know, you know? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, would you set the charges from... And then the person says their name. I'm yep. pretty sure they were like, holy shit. Yeah, it's get the him, dude. It's the dude that hit the guy. 
the part I saw for whatever reason, I, I kind of avoided the more in the house altercation video, but I saw him breaking in or trying to break in oh. and chipping away with the fucking thing mm. and in the house because some people were like, whatever conspiracy people or anybody were just like, some people were like, well, because you should be skeptical of anything, right? It's like, oh, if he he was really their friend or, or he was their guest or something. And because he, what I probably what contributed to that was he was telling the cops that. Of course, he was like I'm yeah. a friend of theirs, and oh. so. But there was no truth to like the fact that like he no. knew them or fucking he no. was let in. No, it was well, a- some people were also like they thought in conspiracy world wherever I saw the shit they're like this was a fucking gay encounter but yeah. it was like he was a oh of course he was a, it was a it was a it was a, 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 a why because it was San Francisco so this must be a gay thing <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous well I think that the craziest part of that whole deal was the guy was a hardcore conspiracy theorist uh, he was a hardcore conspiracy theorist sorry Angelo fuck Angelo my girlfriend and I have a disagreement with how many times he says win in that song she's so convinced it's all I do is win, 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 no matter what. And it's not. It's clearly just twice. I'm sorry. What? Oh, oh that song. Wait, wait, wait. It was a little clip. Uh-huh. T-Pain. All I do is win, win. I'm just... He knows. Angelo knows what song, right? Why would he know? Why would he know, Gradient? we're from Florida. He just uh-huh. he, he literally said, I love that song. Or he oh. Said, when that little clip of that ad... Oh, I just play. heard him calling me an asshole. I was like, oh, okay. It's fine. <laughs> He's like, I'm from Florida. <laughs> Club it. You're all good, Angelo. Bro, Angelo, T-Pain played at my small college. Oh. It was in 2016. It was fucking lit. Oh. It was lit, bro. He brought, like, backup dancers. Was he drunk? I'm sorry? Was he drunk? He was not drunk. He actually just killed it and didn't even use auto-tune. Was he wearing a top oh, hat? Because he likes to wear a top hat sometimes. He did That's wear a top cool. hat back in the day. He had like a yeah. circus theme. Yeah. A three ring kind of yeah, album. Yeah. But he, I remember that. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> T-Pain, baby. Interesting guy. Kind of like could have been a fucking... He was so big that he could have he like moguled himself, you know? If he, he was, was the huge. right personality and certain business, business acumen for it. Because he had way more hits than like a Diddy or like other people who were kind of just more Diddy. Did he have more <laughs> hits than Diddy? Did he have more hits than Diddy? Mm. He actually had more hits than Drake, but Drake is, has insane charting success. Well, he's also Canadian, so you know some weird shit. Yeah. Grew up on the hard the streets of Toronto, don't you know? <laughs> you betcha. Started hey from, there. Started from the bottom by being a childhood TV star. Oh, he played the <laughs> gay kid on the Grassy <laughs> Show. He played the sad gay kid on the Grassy Show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Was that his name, Jimmy? I think so. Or was that the wheel? He was the kid in the wheelchair. I, I have Wasn't to say he? I've never ever watched an episode of Degrassi. I have. It's the next generation. I've never I seen Degrassi. How it was described by my sister's friend Maria <laughs> back in the day. I know my brain's weird. She was like, Hillary Duff always gets her way on that Lizzie McGuire show. I like Degrassi because they actually have actual lives that are hard. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> That she's bitch like, is all into Dawson's Creek because the teachers are sleeping with the kids and they're like, that's real. I've seen the news. Do, do, do. Or like seven, there were all these hot ass teachers when I was going to school. Yeah, man. a bunch of ugly, mean teachers that were bitter on life. Remember that? <laughs> what was it? 
Remember that hot ass English teacher we had? I don't know. And Describe her. And guess what? I remember Miss Bell. You remember Miss Bell, the black lady yeah. that taught algebra? I still think about her today. Dog, yeah. Miss Bell was the shit. Nice. She was a middle aged black woman with a fat butt and short hair. Would you but ring? she was cute. Would you like, ring her bell, Chris? Like on a scale of one to teacher fuck, like a hard eight. Is that the ten? Is that yeah? Like (laughs) I just wasn't sure. Well, it's like what if if that was like the four? So so complete teacher fuck would be like yo, just throw all caution to the wind. But the fact that teacher, but like yeah, you think about it a little bit, you know, like there is a little hesitation. But yeah, yeah. sixth grade, I had multiple teachers that I was I was very attracted to. Sexy ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Middle school there was just there was just hot teacher, Ooh, sweater. sweater puppies. Yeah. I had a I had a gym teacher in middle school, was a hot Russian teacher and yeah, I definitely would have rushed into her if I had a chance. Like, oh let me uh let me go look at these uh look at these balls over here if you know what I mean. Oh, I got a baseball bat for you. Oh, in Russia, we have no balls. Measure the volume of a sphere. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Anyway. So who was the hot English teacher, Angela? I forgot her name. Yeah, I remember her. Miss I forgot her name. Yeah, she was good. It's all. I, I'm not great with names. I'm great with faces. Okay. Never, never said. He's great with faces, and he stretches his arms out to to reach. <laughs> I'm great with faces. That's like some Ray would do probably at a at a show. He's like, yeah, let me let me see see you over here. Yeah, if you were a blind guy, would you ask to get to know a girl by feeling up her boobs? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Would you just be like, this is how I get to know people, and you just grab at her chest? Grady is just a Sorry, static of this right now. Like, if there's a golden bit of humor, I'll hold up this golden curry box. <laughs> golden curry in the house. Sorry, golden curry. Yeah, you'll see it on the video tomorrow. I like it. You're doing props right now. I like it. Damn it. I can't hear Angela. What'd you say? I could tell, like, a person's personality by, you know, feeling their chest so <laughs> I can really get a feel for how good of a person they are. <laughs> let me uh let me do this for about twenty minutes. <laughs> These are nice. These are <laughs> She's like how good of a person I am. You are an amazing woman. We going to hang out later? <laughs> can you walk me to my This car also requires constant reevaluation to uh, <laughs> He's just got a fucking hat, you know, federal booby inspector and shit. Yeah, he's, he's the like, FBI. Hand he's hand the female my, body inspector. Hand me my favorite hat. And he doesn't know what it says. What does it say? <laughs> We're saying this with love and respect, right? Yes, of course. I got all the love and respect yes. for myself and others, but they got to respect themselves first. All right, speaking on other things that are very politically correct, slightly racist Bob Ross is a potential sketch idea we have. Yeah, we got we're, a, we're, He wasn't real life, but, but we thought it'd be... my full person yeah. of color, half part of yes. me, but, endorsing that. But imagine if we had, like... If we had a Bob Ross that just, like, as he was painting you smooth, like, picturesque <laughs> things of, like, a cabin on the, in Alaska in the wintertime, he just, like, spouted some crazy rhetoric at you as he was painting. Like, <laughs> hold, hold on, let me quick. 
First, we need to cover it with some uh, some of that white paint. And over here, we have these people over here in the back. We're over here. Now we're going to put some happy trees. Don't worry about those people over there. Happy trees Don't everywhere. Don't think about the great replacement. <laughs> well, not a good one. I'd be, like, I'd be like, you know, we're going to paint some happy trees here. Here we go, and then you know, don't forget the noose. And oh shit! <laughs> so they're rustic. They're like, yeah, okay, all right, there, Bob. Don't forget about the. Uh, we'll be on slightly <laughs> racist. Fucking K Ross. But we so say good. that in joking love. We love Bob Ross. He's definitely helped me go to sleep many a time. So yeah, do you have anything on Bob Ross? No. <laughs> okay. Moving on then, uh, we we talk. Oh, a show that Chris just got me into yesterday when uh, we we ate a bunch of edible rice, and I've never been so fucking never been so fried on rice before, if you know what I'm saying. But it was uh, <laughs> it was some good rice. We got on the uh, workaholic show. Chris showed me that. Yeah, you had never seen workaholics, Angelo. Seen workaholics? Well, he'd like seen clips, but he hadn't like watched it. What? Yeah, yeah. So I got it. I got him into some good episodes. It was funny. I got him watching some fun uh, stuff that they did, and it got us into the Chris D'Elia episode. Oh. Do you remember that one? I gotta. You gotta keep going. I, I gotta see it myself. There's so there's an episode on Workaholics where Chris D'Elia plays a pedophile that they're meeting up to buy drugs from. And they're gonna kick his ass, but then it turns out the guy's like mad cool. Oh yes, yes, yes. Like he comes I, I over with a PlayStation uh, Four, and he like a potato gun. He had a potato shit. gun yeah, and shit. Like he's just a dope guy dude. ever. And so they they try to get him to get into women. Basically, he's like, "You guys don't understand." <laughs> this is his whole explanation of it. He's like, "Look, I understand where you guys are coming from, but you're not understanding where I'm coming from." Like he tries yeah. to break down being a pedophile. <laughs> And it's like, I guess, man, I don't know. But he's like a really cool guy, so they want to remain friends with him, which is kind of weird. But uh, he, they take him to a, a gymnasium for fucking yeah. gymnastics, and they try to get him into Girls. like young girls that look like little boys. <laughs> but he ends up going to the locker room. Yeah, the little he boys into and the little boy's locker room. Comes out some underwear just a few <laughs> seconds. Like, what the fuck? All I know is that it was. People were mentioning that a lot when he got Mooney too. By well, that's what I'm like. Yo, yeah, there was, was an episode in DMs. He was in underage girls DMs. Man, there was an what episode cool, of cool this dude being a pedophile before he got famous. Like that's how crazy the irony is. Right. Yeah. So workaholics got some fucking great episodes. Angela, you got any favorite workaholics moments? Um. Well, well, well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. Out of that fucking raccoon. And he's like, that's my cat. Yeah, he's like, Cassie, I brought you some corn nuts. And he kicked the fuck out of his raccoon. And he's like, what'd you do? Oh, man. And I love that when, they, when they're running the fucking car battery out. They're running like margarita makers, and there's a fucking ice cream maker working. Yeah, they're doing all the things. Foreman Grill cooking burgers, yeah. and they're, they're, they're trying to figure out how to work on the car, and they can't get the latch fully popped. So they're talking about how the workers opens it. Yeah, they're secret talking latch, bro. Yeah, the secret <laughs> latch. <laughs> 
is pretty fun. I did like the Ninja Turtles one where they went to a nice community pool slash work party and they were getting in trouble. So they ended up going down to the uh, sewers and they end up putting on like the they end up putting on like the Ninja Turtle bandanas, bandanas on their on their eyes and they had a whole moment and they you know, they became friends again as <laughs> as sewage was pouring everywhere and their escape was being. Blocked by their, their rescuer in a car, and then they eventually got out of there. What about Catherine Zeta-Jones? Oh, and lasers? She dips beneath the lasers. Oh. Nice. So, yeah, shout out to the guys that did Workaholics uh, Harlicks. Workaholics. Workaholics. I didn't show. Is this, uh, what is this? Wasn't that late? Oh, yeah, Dublin, Ireland. It's a Dublin, Ireland. The two lonely boys had a canoe podcast. Be some good Catholics, they be. <laughs> All right, I got a quick one. Um, Ticketmaster's in trouble because fucking Taylor Swift fans can't get their Swifty tickets. Uh oh. Yeah, so uh, Ticketmaster has to answer for why their site crashed. Because Taylor Swift's fans couldn't get their tickets. And dude, it's funny, if you go online... There's a bunch of these TikTok videos of girls online like, I waited for six hours to get my Taylor Swift <laughs> tickets and then I couldn't get them. <laughs> and they're just like, what the fuck, yeah? And it's funny because the caliber of chick that is a Taylor Swift fan, yeah, I get it. I get it. She doesn't have much in her life. But damn it. You know, come on. You got to have more sense and more respect for yourself than to go online and be like, I need to get a Taylor Swift ticket to Taylor Swift. You're a 40 to 30 year old woman. Calm it down. But if you are are single, definitely hit Chris up. He will definitely try to get to know you. I'll get down with some Taylor Swift, but I'm telling you right now, you start acting like that because you can't get tickets. I'm kicking your ass out of the house. Oh, yeah. so that's funny. I got it. You want to do a movie review real quick, Chris, and I'll do my own review. I got a couple of movies. The menu is what? Yeah, I down. went and uh, saw the menu. It's a new movie that came out, and it's basically got uh, a couple of good actors in it. Um, what it was was a movie about a guy who's a really great chef on an island, and he has all these people boated into his island to have a crazy five to seven, eight course meal or some shit. And it turns out that the dude's eating people. He's fucking cooking people and he's making them. Spoiler alert! Spoiler yes. alert! Uh, yeah, this motherfucker's. Uh, He's like a psychopath. He's cooking people. He, he he has a really cool scene. So he likes to party, and he's trying out a new diet. It's okay. He's doing the Hannibal thing. Yeah. He has Hannibal a really diet. cool scene, though, where he asks his lead, his, like, lead sous chef, if he, like, wants the life of a head chef. He's like, do you want to make food for people that will never really appreciate it the way that you do? And do you want to sweat for a, a company that will never appreciate you? And do you never want to really love what you do? And he just goes and breaks him down, and he goes, not really. And then he blows his fucking brains out. He, like, has a gun. And he just is like, yeah, fuck this noise. And then he's the next Damn. course. Like, he's the fifth course or some shit. That's wild. Yeah. Um, it's pretty dark, bro. But Sounds like a pretty tasty movie right yeah. there. Yeah. What ends up happening, though, is there's one girl that's not eating, and uh, she doesn't like the food. And then he gets all intrigued by her. 
and it turns out that she's worked in the restaurant industry, oh. so she knows that food isn't great and such. Honestly, the the ending of the movie is kind of a cop out. She has him make uh, she finds out that he owned a fucking cheeseburger uh, shack with his dad when he was a kid, and he, he liked cooking burgers. So she asked him to make him a burger. And he made him her dope ass burger, and she basically escapes. Like the ending kind of copped out, but all the rest of the guests stayed, and they got eaten as giant desserts. They nice. were the final course. Um, but it, it's a weird movie. Um, maybe like six point five cannibals out maybe. of yeah. It gives a whole new meaning to blood pudding, I guess. Well, I mean, it's not crazy to think about eating people. It's probably happened so much over the history of but man. Society definitely. But has people, put the red light on. Shout out to the people watching on YouTube. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> nice. Hey. This is hey. your YouTube moment. No, but I don't know. Eating people isn't the craziest concept. Yeah, well, you if it's like your last uh, option. I'm going to have to disagree with uh, you. <laughs> Angelo, I'd let you eat me, bro. If we were dying, I'm I'd let you eat me. I'm going to eat you, right? I would ah, eat That's step. what you say, bro. You say that. I would not eat you. <laughs> Why is this, why is this ten times more fun? All right, guys, I, I need you to weigh in on the eating people because. situation. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> and then I have no review, so... Okay. I'm just a trapped producer getting paid. I have to now weigh in on these huge <laughs> existential issues. I mean, if you don't want to eat a person, you don't got to eat a person. Really? What, what I'm saying is there is a lot right of circumstance there. There's a bottle of life sauce, you're hungry. Where eating people is an yeah, option. Yeah, you have some, you have some, <laughs> you have some not too bad tortilla chips you can kind of use on the side. Why would you, you just eat the, the tortilla flavor, chips? Umami, oh, umami extra. flavor. Umami just, is, is like the sixth kind of taste thing that the Japanese talk about. Okay. Mm. What was that again? <laughs> I find myself in a situation where I will eat you. Yeah. I don't know what what situations I'd find myself like in. Like, we're stranded out in the ocean. I mean, something. Let's say we got trapped in a fucking... We got trapped in a snow cave. Okay, snow cave, that works too. Yeah, goddamn like avalanche. It won't even be cold. It won't even be warm. Sailboating with you guys, uh, you know, and, you know, I love you, but I'm, 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 I'm black. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angelo, first off, you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> you're just a real dark Latino. Let's get this right. <laughs> and if anything, bro, you are the whitest Puerto Rican I know. <laughs> hey, but let me let me let you know this, bro. I wouldn't eat you either. Thank you. Hey, no, it's okay. I'll eat you later. I mean, oh, I won't eat you. You'll be dead. I mean, uh, I, I won't eat you. Uh, this guy. All right. I'm time for my album review, apparently. So I have something. I got canines for a reason. <laughs> so I got uh, R. Carlos Nakai, spelled N-A-K-A-I, and he's a Navajo folk flute player, and the album is Canyon Trilogy. And the song is Inward Journey. And the album's like an hour and a half long, but it's one of the most soothing things I've heard in a long time. The cat immediately went to sleep. I did some chores. I took a nap. It was just very soothing, beautiful music. So, yeah. Do you have a song you recommend? or uh, Inward Journey. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, and what was the name of the album one more time? Uh, Canyon Trilogy, and it's just soothing, like, Navajo native flute music. Okay, all it's right. It's pretty calming. Hell yeah. I've been getting into a lot of handpan music lately. Nice. Um, it's like meditation music and stuff. Um, it's really nice to listen to when I'm at work because my work can be very stressful certain days. So having meditation music play in the background yeah. while I'm doing stressful shit, it's actually really nice. It's like a good uh, yin to the yang. Fucking, um, I got one wants a hand pan. Yeah, I she want plays one like too. Six instruments, but she, yeah. That's cool, dude. I want one too. I'm thinking about buying one. It might be cool to have, but like, I don't know. Hand I'd have pan to on make podcast. That'd be, that'd be sick as fuck. I do have a kalimba. I'm all oh, you have a kalimba. Need to bring it in. Are dope. We're gonna get some motherfucking yeah. instruments going in this bitch. Yeah, kalimbas yeah. are cool. Very fun. Little thumb piano. Columbo is yeah, cool they, too. That's pretty cool. That's uh, show Columbo. Mine has like it's on a rectangular <laughs> box kind of resonator. Yeah. Nice. Okay. But yeah, I, I like saw that. the hand pan at uh, country. Uh, what was it? Fucking country. Uh, yeah, the Oregon Oregon Country Fair. Fair yeah. yeah. So I'd never gone there, and when I did, there was a dude there, and he was crushing it, playing it. He had a giant jar for tips, and that motherfucker, I talked to him. He's like, I make 500, 600 bucks a day doing this. And I was like, whoa. And he's just sitting there there. playing, and he hangs out, and he just gets water when he wants. Even if that's just like a pretty damn good day, like a rare day. That's like insane, if you're bro. making five yeah. or six hundred on the big end, your your rough days are like a hundred bucks. That's yeah. still a decent yeah. day. That's, That's crazy. Yeah. You could yeah, yeah you could play you could literally pay rent if you just went to a few local a, a few, a few festivals. Oh, and I'm sure I wish people wanted to. Now I mean nowadays I've always thought about like trying to do some shit on Twitch where like. Oh, the fun shit I actually do. Can you imagine if you got paid? Like, my video gaming hours I spend. That'd be tight, tight to be able yeah. to actually have, you know, a chat community that likes me that want to pay and fucking see. Well, you got to start putting videos money. out there That's and, true, and probably see if and there's a community. Probably someone exactly, that would watch exactly. you, probably. There's, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of know, people so that watch video games. Try to plant into a little niche and really be the king of the niche or be someone who can be just more broadly. Well, what do you like to play? I yeah. like Fall Guys, Multiverses. What do you Pokemon, play, Angelo? Mario. Maybe play Street. Call of Duty and a bunch of racing games and Street Fighter Four. But nice. You don't have problems with street fighting games. You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't really care for it because for me it's a release, and for me doing that is is just it's adding another competitive aspect that I am not interested in. You know, Makes right. Sense. Because I've already got painting and art and I work and all this other stuff. So I just don't need another competitive outfit. I like you can paint me an album cover sometime, man. (laughs) Yeah. Angelo's a pretty dope artist. He's got some cool taste. He also does uh, pottery, too, which well, is Well, I only cool. work with black artists, and it sounds like he's black. Angelo ain't black. <laughs> he's I'm dark-skinned. Already, you know, I'm blacker than a lot of other black people on this coast. He's, he's the tone of Puerto Rican that other Puerto Ricans talk down about. <laughs> but then next thing you know, they don't want to put their hands up. So It's so funny, dude. I always love that concept because that's the same thing with Haitian people too. Like Haitians, Dominicans, light Haitians, dark Haitians, dark Puerto Ricans, light Puerto Ricans, dark Cubans, light Cubans. Like there's always this... Some some reason people think the lighter the better or some shit. That is it's so weird. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about the costume system? Yeah, yeah, kind of. 
Well, that's how it is, man. It's a caste system, and it's just honestly, it's just racism all the way around. A hundred percent. They're like, if you're closer to the white people, you're better off. And it's like, I don't think so. Yeah. White people ain't got it all figured out. Yeah, we've done some cool shit, but white people are still fucked up in the head. Well, that's their point, is that they see it more as a purity thing or something like that. I completely disagree. I think, first of all, I think it's our job to blend the races. Yeah. And... Through, through genetic diversity is the only way that you're ever going to get, like, superhumans and shit, you know? You got to fucking mix the bowl a lot. Reminds yeah, me of the Robin Williams bit about Tiger Woods. We fucking our own... Yes. Ins- you know, yeah, like, it's dimensions to, yeah. like, you know, yeah, we're only going to fuck our kind. And then it's like, dude, you're adding to the problem already. Yeah. Like... Well, you're eventually going to run out of people to fuck, man. You're going to start fucking your cousins, your fifth and sixth cousins. Telling you they probably already had. Okay, Doc, okay. Dr. Oz was like, if as long as it's not your first cousin, it's okay. <laughs> no. so I, came out, I came back to haunt him a little bit. For uh, a well, first there, there's already like genetic information that's out there in the promise. scientific community that shows like second, third, fourth generation cousins still have enough DNA. Like yeah. there is a thing around your fifth or your sixth that's so distant that it doesn't matter. But still, like, if you're fucking around in your family genetic pool, there's a good chance that you're having a child with disabilities. You know, and, and, and to even gamble on that, that's kind of fucked up. Because some people know, and they still don't give a shit. They're just fucking hillbillies and stuff. Have you, you know, uh, there's this um, book. There's a photographer who yes. does... Um, the White Underbelly. I'm talking yeah, about the, uh, the Whitaker family? So much. Right, the Whitakers? I- the West Virginia family? Yeah, the Whitakers. Yeah, yeah, they're all inbred. Yeah. The Whitaker the family, like, yeah. They actually just did that on Legion of Skanks. And he, but he's trying to communicate, but that's all he can do. You know why that's, he's barking? Because he's around that dog, and that dog is more vocal than the people are, so he's picking up on that dog's language. That probably makes sense. So the guy's you're probably, barking. You're probably right. And it's it's crazy because he can understand English because when the reporter is speaking to him, he's asking him where's Ray and Ray's his brother that recently died. And he takes him to the backyard where his brother's buried. And there's a fucking plot out back where his brother's buried. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. And, and it's yeah. just crazy that, you know, genetic inbreeding was a bad problem for a long time and people didn't know why it was going on. And then we figured it out, and we kind of made it, you know, taboo to fuck your cousins. People don't give a fuck. I mean, there's enough people out there nowadays, like, come on, there's other options. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen my cousin? She's hot as hell. You know, like, that's the, that's the thing. And, like, got- <laughs> like that. a bunch of just hot cousins hanging out. Well, look at, like, pornography, bro. The, like, number one search thing in, in porn is, like, stepsister, milf. Mom, stepmom, all that weird shit. Grandma's just knitting in the background as you're banging out your stepsister. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> weird. The good old Jamie Jamison. I think it's like just like this. Big cock. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I think that shit for some people, like, some people are probably so addicted to porn that it's like the attempt is to get blood flowing. It's like if you're doing something and it's that, like, even if you're trying to simulate... You get more depraved, man. Uh, 
and I think it's I think it's chasing uh, the rabbit down the rabbit hole. You know, you can watch enough pornography and you can break your brain a little bit. You know, that, I'm sure it's possible. Yeah, I and never have been there. Well, that's what I mean. Is we're finding out our generation is finding out more and more about pornography addiction more than any other generation because of of the amount of porn that's everywhere now. Like a Probably child level to where people are with the already I, have a. But there's a difference from having to go to a movie theater to watch porn from clicking a button on your phone yeah no it's just definitely a whole different experience where you have to worry about oh you got if you're going to go jerk <laughs> off in a theater you got to have a dredge coat you got to sit in like the back where the light bulb doesn't work so much <laughs> there's a bunch and of yeah, holes drilled in you gotta the and you got to hope that the other guys are too busy jerking to look at you and you know you just kind of do it as quick as you can talk then, about let's talk about jack shack uh jack, jack, jack. shack uh trips i got one i got one i'm curious if you guys have ever done vr porn I've never done VR porn. No, I've never done. Interesting. Angelo, have you? It's my virtual reality, Angela, my virtual reality porn. <laughs> it sounds like a full three of you guys have not. That's Angela was like, I got a real pussy. What you talking about? <laughs> I live VR. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking virtual reality for VR? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So the headset. So yeah. you put on the headset and you put your hands out and you control the little things <laughs> and you... <laughs> <laughs> And, and you air so kiss funny. a lot. Like, you air kiss right? a ton. You're, you're dick and you're jerking it when it looks back up. Bro, that's know? too many. Hey. That's too many things to keep track of. Like I'd be knocking out the electrical supply and <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I'm not ashamed of this. I'm on I, fire I, all of a sudden. I don't know what's going on. The room's got fire. <laughs> I'm jerking off the VR. I just wanted some. Look back down at your penis in the VR. I just wanted some Eggo waffles when I jerked <laughs> off. Come on. Pretty wild to think that say you're in a different room of your house. Like what the fuck? What'd you say, Angela? I said uh. When you're does the VR when you're using the VR when you look back down at your penis does it show you virtual reality like does it show you a giant dick yeah like that's a good question I got a hammer now everybody better watch out I got Thor I got Thor's hammer better watch out I will say Joe just just the way our brains are programmed to react to stimuli. I have some experience with this medium, right? I brought it up, right? Okay. And sometimes, like, right. the one-on-one shit... He's trying to sound real professional, folks, but I can tell he's sweating <laughs> over here. He's sweating. He's like, I should have never brought this <laughs> up. You, I should have never brought miss, it up. Hit or miss. But if you have somewhere it's, like, five, seven, eight, ten people, and they're all focused on you, it does feel pretty good in your brain. I gotta say. Because you might not be attracted to all of them moment to moment, but you can kind of, like... Look around at all. You're at the orgy that you're not at, and you're finding people that <laughs> yeah. are not into you at an orgy. What the hell? What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going on? That's rude. Yeah, I want to go to a real orgy, but just not to be involved, but to watch a lot. <laughs> I would just be one of the guy like selling water and like lemonade to people because you know you're gonna get sweaty and. You gotta make Trevor's sure these people are hydrated. Trevor's yeah. bringing I'm gonna Gatorade. make sure that they're hydrated. Trevor's the bringing cigarettes and Gatorade. Yeah, he's like these people Trevor's are gonna get smoke. Yeah, at one point, I mean, after you're done busting nuts, maybe you want a jar of planters nuts. He's, I mean, you gotta replenish the nuts. If you know what I'm saying? He's got a thing of peanut. He's like the guy in the bathroom. Bobby Boucher at an orgy. Bobby Boucher at an orgy. Is that what you said? Yes. Give me Bobby Boucher at an orgy. Yeah. He's getting out the best water. The best. The bestest of water. We, we, we did have an idea of uh, a lot of squirting 
Yes. <laughs> we did have the idea of if you were at a furry sex party, how weird it would be if you turned into a werewolf at a furry sex party. Yeah, if what? there was an actual oh, werewolf yes. be, if in disguise at a furry like a, sex like party. In Seattle, movie. there was a furry convention. Kid you not. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was, we missed the first part of that. It was in Seattle. About, yeah, that was about yeah, the furry it was convention. In Seattle, a giant furry convention, and I was like, Oh, okay. And you can see them walk down the street. And I was like, okay, so things are about to get weird in this town tonight. So I, <laughs> I know this oh, duo man. of media guys. One is a hardcore juggalo. One is a big time furry. Ooh, ooh. And they get along. And I and I that's how I kind of fucking and actually Violent J's daughter is a furry. So I I'm not nice. a furry, but my closeness through Juggalo shit makes me feel like okay they're just weird I get it. There's some hot chicks that do furry stuff, but if a yes. girl broke out costume like not cool costume to be in the bedroom with like broke out a full blown costume I'd be like all right this is a bit much you know <laughs> like I could take you know maybe some fucking butt plugs with a tail on it but I could maybe I take some. <laughs> Ears or but something. But if I had to dress up as like a safety cone every time, like that's gonna get a little. Expect me to fuck with a giant like cone over me. She's like, come on, it makes the challenge Trevor, more. Fun. They're not into traffic safety. They're into furries. They're into. They're into yeah, wolf there's people. <laughs> they're they're into like bunnies and they're into like uh, wolf. I've seen slash, people with, like the uh, fox, anime characters, like the little fox ears and like the tails now, that they clip on. Now I'll tell you like, this: anime I've yeah. seen some really hot chicks dress up in furry stuff, but it's kind of like, how far is it going to go in the bedroom? Is it just you their know, kink, or where it's going to go? It's just for show. She's not a freak. That's what I'm saying. I think she's just a hoe, and she's not wanting to be a hoe, so she's calling it a fetish. So, I mean, I, yeah, that's okay, you know, be into your fetishes, but don't, you know, I just think people should be more real and not be ashamed of themselves, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you right, man? Yeah, I'm good, I just dropped my brush. Um, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't know, I just think people should really not try to hide behind arterial motives and be like, you know, I like. To I think as like a society, we shame women for hope. being fucking sexual. <laughs> we do. You know. Yeah, that's so, <laughs> messed up. Hey, good. You want to do uh, Chris's cannabis corner and then end it here? I got a couple other topics to go over real fast. Okay. Um, we had okay. a clip the other day we watched for uh, Heroin Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. It was a guy in Britain. It's like a comedy uh, uh, club in Britain or something. They have a show. And basically, it's a guy who's a heroin addict, and all of his family members are buying him heroin for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Yeah, but he's so excited to get heroin for Christmas. And, like, it's just, a proper Christmas party. Yeah. Like everyone's wearing ugly Christmas sweaters. Yeah. There's a Christmas tree you're sitting around. Everybody's very accepting of it. Yes. And uh, there's this one portion where uh, the the family friends get him a book. Yeah, Pimps and Needles. Yeah, it's a book about yeah. heroin. <laughs> and, and he was kind of upset because he was like, I didn't get heroin from you guys. But then they go ahead and they're like, and we got you some heroin. And he's like, oh, you guys shouldn't have. And his grandmother comes up and she goes, I bought you some cocaine. And he's like, it's what the man said you would want. 
<laughs> and then his mom goes to him. She goes, don't worry, honey. I'll exchange oh, it for some heroin. Nice. You know, because grandma never gets you the right stuff. <laughs> She's older, you know. She's well, it's like when grandma buys you Atari shit for Nintendo or something. You know, <laughs> She's like, right. I thought that Mortal Kombat was the one you wanted. It's like, yeah, grandma. I had a situation <laughs> I explicitly explained to my dad once why the game he was trying to get me wouldn't work for the shit I wanted. And he just... Didn't understand. He, he, he did, and then a month later, he still fucking gave me the game. Like, <laughs> so fucking whack. Uh, twisted T's on Parents, the job. I just don't understand. <laughs> I'll explain the details of it off the box. It's way too fucking convoluted. I got. Uh, we should talk about tales of being drunk at work. Uh, <laughs> too many. Too <laughs> just bring a bring a good story real fast. Uh, Taylor being drunk at work. I remember one time I was at work and I found a, a bottle of Gatorade that had a bunch of vodka still in it. And in my drunk ass mind, I was like, I can't be running around with a half a bottle of Gatorade and vodka. So I was like, I might as well drink this shit. <laughs> it's like eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> So I just got wasted at work and uh, went about my day. But it was so funny because I was such a highly functioning alcoholic. Like, I did that on the regular for for six or seven years. Yeah, you really? Yeah, just yeah. went in every day wasted. Yeah. Well, shit, I've never done that on a big, uh, regular basis besides getting high on the job. Yeah. Here's a good story for me is uh, I was working by... So you work for yourself and do some cool shit where you can get high, too. True. True. I was at a uh, I was at a metal fabrication place once, and we driving were... a dozer with some twisted tees. <laughs> Hell yeah! But uh, uh, no, I we were we were loading a bunch of steel onto these long flatbed trucks, and there was a crane that was helping <coughs> us load it, and the crane hook was also a uh, giant wrecking ball. So it was like a wrecking ball, but also had a hook on it. Yeah. And so, so I'm having to, I'm having to like strap things to this and from to the to the crane hook and then move away. Yeah. And Hooked it was, it up it and was an all day out. process, and we decided to drink from a uh, <laughs> from a bottle of some whiskey apparently in the yeah. parking lot of the mill like half a mile down. Why not? And then we, uh, and then <laughs> then I drank some old Schlitz on top of that. Why not? So like in a lunch period, I was just like staggering. So then I had to like Come back. climb up like these piles of steel and like hook them on. And the whole time I'm like hooking shit onto the crane, just the whole world's going. Ugh, ugh. The boss, like the big boss man, is just standing there watching staring me. At you. Yeah, I'm like. Oh shit! And then I like I managed to do it, and then I get off, and then at the end he's like, "Good job there!" And then I'm like, "Thanks, man!" And I go off and have another drink, and then go back. To you know it. that yeah. feeling when eyes are staring oh, at you too, yeah. you're at work, and you're just like, "I better not fuck up right now." Oh. <laughs> what about you, Angelo? You got any drunk uh, at work stories? Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I wrap uh, it up. <laughs> I mean. Not really. A, I got one. I showed up one day. It was St. Patty's Day, and I decided I was a a busboy. No, I wasn't a busboy. I was a dishwasher at this bar in San Diego, ah. and I just showed up drunk. I was like, "Fuck it!" <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh no, I don't have any cocaine." And <laughs> nothing to sober up with. <laughs> 
so I had to go through the rest of the shift without coke. So uh, that's that's a Florida problem for sure. It is a Florida problem. Uh, I don't have any cocaine to get through the day. It's a real <laughs> thing. You get drunk at work, and then you do a little coke to straighten yourself up, and a little weed to get you through the rest of the I've day. I've done it. No, I've, I've, I've used coke before when I'm like, oh, I got to get through this day. Well, all right, folks, this has been an awesome episode. I want to thank Gradient for being here and helping produce the hell out of this podcast. I want to thank, thank our special you. guest Angelo for being here and dealing with our bullshit. I want to also thank Trevor for being an awesome dude. He's always here and ready to rock and roll. And I want to thank myself for being me. And you know how it goes, folks. We'll see you next time. And the kitty. (laughs) Trevor, play that shit. This podcast is brought to you by Trevor. Trevor, don't fuck with me. This podcast is also brought to you by Chris. Chris, uh, light one up for him. Alright, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for coming by. Peace. Later.